0: Christmas, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Dao would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor
1: Lau. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? How many people love the Word of God? Amen. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 46. This is what the Lord Jesus said I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. If you notice during the Christmas season, lights came up everywhere. Lights came up in people's home, the neighborhood block, in the store, on the road. When you drive by Bellevue Mall area, you can see the light come up right after the Thanksgiving time. Lights come up everywhere. And the subject of the word the light is everywhere in the Bible. Jesus called himself the light of the world. When Jesus came into the world 2000 plus years ago, he came with the light. Actually, the wise men found Jesus by looking at the sky and they saw unusual bright light of that unusual star. And they followed this star, the light in the sky. When Jesus was born, the angels came down. And sang praises. And the Bible said the glory of God came down, the bright light from heaven shone into that neighborhood. So the birth of Jesus has some relationship with the light, and he called himself the light of the world. The word the light is a major theme in the Bible. He said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, the first word that he spoke regarding the creation is this. Let there be light. And there was light. This is the first thing he said. Let there be light. And in John chapter 9 verse 5, I am the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. The theme of the light is everywhere in the Bible, and God called us to be the light of the world as well because God is light in order for people to see God. Through us, we need to be the light of the world. We need to do good to people. First John chapter 1, verse 5. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. When God talks about light, He doesn't talk only about the light from the light bulb, the physical light that you see around, but you can use the physical light to understand the spiritual light of God. When we talk about light here, we also talk about personal light, the light in your personal life. I believe that all of us have faced dark periods of your life. And when the Lord Jesus comes into your life, the light of God will shine into your dark days and dark period and turn it around and chase the darkness away from you. You know, as a surgeon, the light is so important to me because I perform surgery through the microscope. Anytime the light from the microscope turn off because somebody kicked on the power cord or something happened, suddenly the whole operating area, the whole operating field become dark. And I have to stop right away because if I continue, I may cut on the nerve. I may damage the patient's body. So I have to stop and wait for the light to come back. You see, the light is so important even in the time of surgery. We have the light up top. We have to change the light all the time to shine into the operative field. The light is needed everywhere. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. When he came 2,000 years ago, he brought light into this dark world. Now I want to talk about your personal light, your personal darkness. All of us face different kind of darkness in life. I want to talk about four kinds of darkness that we need Jesus. The Christmas, the birth of Jesus, during Christmas, he came to give us light and the light still shining today in your personal life. Let's look at Job chapter 30, verse 26. The first kind of darkness that all of us face. I believe I face this darkness. You face this darkness. We all face this darkness sometime. Job 30, verse 26. But when I look for good, evil come to me. And when I waited for light, then came darkness. What did Job try to say? Job is talking about the dark period of disappointment. He expected something. He hoped something to happen, but other things happened. He hoped good things, but evil things come upon him. And this is disappointing situation for him. You now today if you read the magazine, you watch the movies or the news, you can see everywhere, disappointing news everywhere. People got laid off. The economy went down a few days ago. The stock market went down so many days. I believe people who play stock market was very disappointed because the money kept going down. People heard bad news all the time, disappointment all the time. Yesterday, I saw a man in the emergency room who went to watch movie and suddenly he collapsed on the movie chair. And when he came to the hospital, he has a big clot in the brain and the only thing I can say to the wife is that your husband is not going to make it. He's going to die for sure. I could not do anything. The wife had to call the stepson in New York and have to tell him the disappointing news your dad is going to pass away soon that is very disappointed you know we face this every day things do not always turn out the way we plan situations do not always work themselves out the way we expect we face disappointment every day i face disappointment too in my life many many times Whether in the family, in finances, in my job, in my practice, medical practice, we face disappointment. But the good news is, this Christmas, we need to be reminded the Lord Jesus Christ is the light of our dark period of disappointment. He came to encourage us. We can look to Him while we are facing some disappointments because He is the faithful God. He keeps his word. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Everyone say God is faithful. God is faithful. Psalm 34 verse 18. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. And save such have a contrite spirit. In another Version say, the Lord is near to those who are discouraged, and he saved those who have lost all hope. You know, in your disappointment time, you remember this, God never forsake you. God is still with you in the midst of the difficulties, in the midst of discouragement in your heart. God is still with you. God never forsake you. He is with you. He wants to encourage you today that no matter what situation you face right now, you may be disappointed about something in your life. You may not get the promotion or the raise that you have expected. You cannot close the sale that you plan to close this year and you got disappointed. Maybe your kids have not done what you expected them to do and you got disappointed. Maybe your project at work have not been finished and you got disappointed. No matter what happened to you right now, God is still faithful God. He is with you. He never forsake you. He keeps His promise. He is Emmanuel. God is with us. Amen? God will always be with you. No matter what happened, you are not going to face the situation alone by yourself. God is with you. And He can help you in the midst of This disappointing situation, and the Lord promised this in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things, good things and bad things, disappointing things and encouraging things, all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to His purpose. You need to understand that God. Is bigger than your problem. He is with you. No matter what happened to you, he can still turn it around. Do you remember the story of Joseph? How many times Joseph had to face disappointment? He got sold into slavery. And after he worked so many years to multiply the asset of his boss, he was put in jail. Again and again, he faced disappointment but the Bible said the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord never forsook Joseph. And eventually, out of all those bad things, being sold as a slave, being lied about, uh, being accused by the boss wife, being put in jail, all in the midst of all this disappointing thing, God turned the things around and within one day, he became a prime minister of Egypt. The biggest nation in that generation. All things work together for good for those who love God. Amen? Amen. You may be disappointed about something right now, but God is still working for you to make good happen in your life because God has a best plan for your life. He has an excellent plan and purpose for your life. He has future and hope for you. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 to 12. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. This is what the Lord said to us. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You notice that God has the best future for you. When you are going through disappointment, don't be discouraged. Just keep your eyes on the Lord. Love Him. Don't complain. Don't throw in a tower. Don't give up. Don't quit. Just keep going, doing the right thing. And eventually, God can turn the things around for you to be better. I remember when I first invited the file of God to come into this church in 1998, 1997. At that time, I lost many pastor friends around the world. Even some churches that I planted, this church planted in Japan, in Thailand, in California, all these pastors turned their back on me and they say, Pastor Lao was crazy to invite the Holy Spirit into the church. I lost all the friends. I was very disappointed because I spent so much time, energy, and money flying to different cities to plant churches, but they all rejected me. I was very disappointed for a while. But now I look back. I'm so thankful to God. And now so many people come to know the file of God. And churches pop every month. New churches. I didn't want to do anything. It just happened. I just got the Skype from Thailand that there was another church popping up in south part of Thailand. And I'm going to meet some big leader from Laos, the Christian community in Laos, and we're going to spread the fire of God into the country of Laos, so God is so amazing, amen, he turned the bad things into the good things if we don't give up, amen, hallelujah, that is the first dark period of people's life, how many people faced disappointment in the past? Jesus is the light to you and he can encourage you that he is faithful and he will turn things around for you. The second kind of dark period in your life is in Psalm chapter 18 verse 6. In my distress, I call to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. The dark period of distress. All of us, at some time in our life, we face the dark days of distress. You feel so overwhelmed. You feel stressed out. You feel that you are so stretched to the limit. You are frustrated and you cannot handle the situation anymore by your own strength and ability. You have so much to do and accomplish. Why you don't have enough time, you don't have enough energy, resources, money, and ability to handle the situation. Have you ever faced that situation in your life that you stress out? Oh, I face all the time. During the surgery sometime, sometime when the bleeding came out so bad. And I know that if I don't stop this bleeding within a few minutes, the patient will die on the table. wow. I was stressed out. And the only thing I could do, Lord Jesus, help me. And boom, suddenly the bleeding stopped. Sometime I finish the work, d- doing some surgery, and then sit down and want to eat lunch. Suddenly the patient come on from two emergency rooms. Oh, we have somebody dying right now. Another emergency room, call me at the same time. We have another patient, need your help. I was so overwhelmed. Because I haven't eaten lunch, now I have to pack the lunchbox and leave the operating room and go to emergency room and deal with all these problems. I feel so overwhelmed. How am I going to handle all of these things? But thank God, Jesus is my light. In the midst of all distress, distress and difficulties, I can cry now to God and ask God for wisdom, for direction, to help me, what should I do? And he always give me direction and wisdom what to do. Go here first, do this first, do this. He always gives wisdom on how to handle the situation. You may be stressed out financially right now. Your budget runs out, but there are many more days of the month that you have to pay bill. You may face an unexpected bill that you... Go beyond your budget of that month. You stress out financially. You may be stressed out physically or relationally. Maybe the relationship between you and your spouse is in jeopardy. you so stressed out in the home. You stress out because your kids get into trouble. All these things happen to everyone. We face stress, distress and difficulties. But look at what the Bible say during this Christmas. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. The Amplified Bible say, I have the strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything. I like that. I am ready for anything. And equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. Through Jesus Christ, we can handle anything. We can face any problem that come our way. We can face any situation no matter what it is. Because the Lord Jesus Christ who is in us can strengthen us. Infuses the power, the wisdom, the grace, and the favor to handle all these difficulties in life. Whatever struggling you have right now, distress you have right now, I want to encourage you. Keep your faith in God. Keep loving Him. Trusting Him. He will come true for you. Amen? Many years ago, I finished the contract with University of Washington. I got paid for six months, and I went to my boss and said, can I continue one more year, continue the contract one more year? And the boss told me, you can continue, but zero salary, no income, because I have to give income to American doctors who graduate in America. You are the foreign doctor. I look at his face and think, should I go home or should I stay one more year to be trained at University of Washington? I came home, got discouraged, disappointed, stressed out. How are I going to feed my family? Should I go home? Should I stay? My wife told me, mom, mom is my nickname, has God ever forsaken us? God, take care of the birds in the air. He's going to take care of you too. Don't be stressed out. Don't feel discouraged. Just pray together right now. So we bow down and pray to God. God, you are the provider. Right now I feel financially stressed out. I need to take care of my daughter and my wife. What am I going to do? But I'm going to trust you to provide for me. Because you say in the Bible, Yea though, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For you are with me and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We bow down and pray. And we don't know what's going to happen. I cannot force my boss to give me salary as a foreign doctor. Five days before the new contract signed. Actually, I already signed the contract. Zero salary. On the contract, zero. Sign, stay for next year. Five days before the new contract start, July 1st, the educational system at the university start on July 1st. Five days before July 1st, I was washing my hand, prepare for surgery at the veteran hospital. My junior resident came to me and said, I have the good news to tell you. I said, what? He said that the chief resident that's going to come back from Japan to take the position of chief resident of that year, quarrel with the boss on the phone. He won more salary, but the boss did not give him what he requested. So he threatened the boss to quit. He knew that if he did not come back, the boss is going to get into trouble because this is the top man of resident. He depended on the top chief resident of each year to perform surgery, to run the service. So the man said, I'm not going to come back. You don't give me what I want. You know what did my boss say? Go for it. The man in Japan did not know that my boss has me under the table. Working for him, and I was already neurosurgeon in Thailand. I knew to do any kind of surgery. I was already (laughs) neurosurgeon from Thailand. So the guy was fired, and where the salary would go to? (laughs) I got a new contract. Got a new contract with more salary than before, and I became the chief resident of the next year. Second man in command of Harborview Hospital. So from no salary to be the second in command from my boss. Is it amazing? In the time of your distress, you just look at the light of Christmas. Jesus shined the light to you. He can take care of you. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 35. Then Jesus said to them, a little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light. Lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. The Bible talks about the light and darkness. The first one, the dark period of disappointments. The second one, the dark periods of distress. The third one, The dark period of doubt, fear, and worry. When you walk in the dark, you don't see anything. What is the normal reaction? Fear. Am I going to fall into the pit or into the hole? Am I going to hit something and hurt my head? Am I going to fall down and have head injury? Am I going to step on a snake? You start to fear. You start to have doubt. Why am I going here? We all go to the right place. Where is the direction? Where is the destiny? You cannot see anything. Just like what I talked about surgery a while ago. When the microscope light is, was out, I have to stop right away because I don't want to cut the nerve of my patient. So I have to stop, pull my hand off. And if it happened during bleeding, will would be a nightmare because you cannot stop the bleeding. So you depend on the grace of God. When you walk in the darkness, you are drifting. You get lost. You have no objective. You start to worry. Anxious. Become anxious. And start to be fearful. Have you faced that situation in your life? You feel like your life is in the dark right now. You are not certain what you're going to do. You begin to... Be tortured by doubt, worry, and fear. Am I gonna have this job five months from now? I'm just a contract with Microsoft. Will they fire me? Will they get rid of me? You start to have doubt and fear in the dark period of your life. Where am I going? What's gonna happen to me five months from now? You start to worry and have doubt. And fear. John chapter 8, verse 12. This is what the Lord Jesus said the light of Christmas. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. My dear brother and sister, if you hook up to Jesus, you follow the light of Jesus. He's going to give you the right advice. He's going to show you the direction. He opened the right door for you to get in. He will not give you wrong advice. He will give you wisdom, what to do in each step of your life. He will shine the light in front of you and show you what to do. I remember before I became a Christian, when I was in a medical school in Thailand, I was in that state. I was in darkness. I did not know Jesus at all. I did not have any purpose of my life. The only thing I know is that, okay, I grow up. I need to finish high school. Next, go to university. Find a subject I love. I want to be a doctor, so I go to medical school. I don't know what happened after I finished the medical school. I just, just try to finish my college, my university study. And then... Next, maybe I become a doctor and have more money and enjoy life. I don't know. I just live day by day, try to do what, uh, what other people do, finish school, get a job, get married, have uh, some refrigerator in the house, buying some car, work, 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 save some money, and one day I die. That's all I think about. I have no purpose of life at all until 1981 when the American missionaries told me about Jesus. Show me the movie of Jesus Christ. And I look at the movie. I cannot deny that this man named Jesus was the son of God. I'm a thinking man. I think a lot. Let me ask you this question. How many people have the smartphone in this room? Can you show me smartphone but don't play with the Game right now. This is not the time to play game. Okay. Let me ask you this question. I mean, I'm a doctor. I'm a scientist. When you look at that smartphone, let me ask this question and answer me. Can that smartphone happen by accident? No. Can that smartphone happen by explosion? Big Bang theory. Can that smartphone suddenly show up on your table without a designer and without somebody put it together? You don't need to finish high school to know that. Yeah. You don't need to finish PhD to know that the smartphone does not happen by accident. Is that right? Sit down, think about it. I watched the movie of Jesus. I was a Buddhist, I did not know God. But suddenly the thought came to me. I am much smarter than the smartphone. I can have wife, I can have kids, I can perform surgery, I can drive the car. I'm even smarter than the car I drive and the car doesn't happen by accident. No question at all, there is God who designed me and made me. So the question to humanity is not that, is that God or not? Think about this. There must be God because you are more complex than that smartphone and that than the car you drove to the church. Is that correct? You agree? Are you more complex than your car? If you say no, maybe you need to go back to school. You are more smarter. You are more complex than the car and the smartphone and the iPad and the iPhone. So the main question is, am I accepting God or not? Am I denying God who is real or I am accepting Him? That is the most important question. Not that is there God or not. Yes, there is God. But do I accept God? For me, 1981, I accepted Jesus Christ. Jesus came into my life suddenly. I have a purpose of life. I know that I don't just go to school just to get a diploma from university. I know that I don't just get married just to go along with the society, have a wife, have a kids, and one day die. Now I have purpose. Now I know the direction. Jesus come into my life. He is the light. I know that I need to finish the medical school. I need to be a Christian doctor helping people, pray for people, reach out to people. I will make money to help the poor, to give to the church. Now I know the direction God showed me, direction of my life, that, oh, I don't just live on earth as an, a kind of animal, and one day I will die. I am a child of God, and I have a purpose of life. I don't need to walk in fear anymore. I don't need to walk in doubt anymore. Amen? Amen. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God gives us light through the word. The word of God tried us what to do, Tried in front of us what to do in life. John sixteen thirteen. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. So we walk in the light now. We have the word to show us what to do. And we have the spirit to show us, to tell us what to do each day. Thank God we have the light through Jesus Christ, the word and the spirit. Amen. Amen. Everyone say "Jesus Jesus is the light. I don't need to walk in fear. I have the purpose of my life now. I don't walk in darkness. I can see. I know where to go. I know the direction of my life. Lamentation three nineteen 19 to 20. Remember my affliction and roaming. The wormwood and the gall. My soul still remember and sings within me. This is the dark period of depression. The lamentation talk about depression here. Have you ever faced major crisis? Your loved one died. Somebody got into car accident. You lost your job. Bad things happen. During the Christmas time, everyone hear the Christmas song. And that even intensifies your depression because everyone's happy, but you get into trouble. Psalm 88 verse 18, the Bible says, loved one and friend, you have put far from me and my acquaintance into darkness. So King David talked to God. He was depressed. He lost friend and family. This is the depressed, the, time, the dark time of depression. Amen? But in that time, God is the light. He still can shine into your dark days of depression and give you light and hope and future again. Yes. You can have hope. Yes. Amen? Yes. Second Samuel chapter 22 verse 29. For you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord shall enlighten my darkness. God is our lamp. God is our light. He will shine the light in the dark day of depression the Lord can give us joy he is the light while you are facing depression disappointment despair and you feel like you don't want to come out from your bed you want to put the blanket over your head and don't want to see anybody you're so depressed you feel so discouraged you can meet the Lord and He will give you the joy of God. You can laugh in the midst of discouragement. I got touched by the fire of God, by the, the joy of God in 1997 in Portland, Oregon. The Holy Spirit touched me. And I laughed and laughed and laughed for half an hour on the floor. And this is supernatural laughter, not my own laughter. Just come out from like this, keep laughing and laughing. And after that, the Holy Spirit touched me again and again. Every time the Holy Spirit touched me, I was laughing. The joy of the Lord came into me. I laughed and laughed. Since 1997, the light of Jesus Christ become more real to me. When I face problem, I just make a decision to laugh. And the problem disappear. And God give me victory. Amen. Those who delight in the Lord shall receive the desire of your heart. You just be joyful. Amen. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. 1 John 2.8 I'm going to conclude here. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him and in you? Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Jesus is shining in you and through you. That you can smile. Be happy. In the midst of depression, other people take Amitriptyline, Prozac. Oh, I want to tell you one thing: the joy of God is better than Prozac for sure. <laughs> you don't need to pay even one penny. You don't have to pay the copay to the pharmacist. The joy of the Lord is inside you. You don't have to take antidepressant. You can be happy and smile all day long. The light of God shine in, give you. Joy and happiness in the midst of the depressed situation. Now let me make a conclusion. 2,000 plus years ago, the wise men saw the star. Unusual bright star. They decided to follow the star until they met Jesus. I believe that 100,000 of people in that generation saw the same star. The same unusual light in the sky. Those people look and say, so what? I just go on with my life. They did not follow that star to meet the Savior. Are you going to be wise like the wise men? I'm glad they're called wise men. They, they are smart. They're wise. They follow the light. Or you're going to deny being wise. Look at the light and say, forget about it. I'm going to keep on going with my own life and I don't worry about that. I don't care about that light. I pray that you will be wise enough to follow the light of the world. The light of the world is the Lord Jesus Christ. He proved that He is the Son of God. He performed miracles. He was born from a virgin. His life was predicted in the prophecy, more than 300 prophecies in the Old Testament. All those prophecies, 300, as I recall, 323 prophecies in the Old Testament about the life of Jesus. Thousands of years before he was born. Put in the Old Testament and all became fulfilled in his life. Wow, that is not by chance. That is real. He healed the sick. He walked on the water. He taught great principle in the Bible that I still apply today in my life and make me successful. And not only that, after he died for three days, he was put in a tomb and he was raised from the dead. He came out to walk on earth in that generation 40 days and 40 nights in front of 500 people. I witnessed that Jesus came back to life even the Roman government in that generation could not deny the resurrection of Jesus Christ this is a true story in the history not just fairy tale not like Mickey Mouse fairy tale this is a real story Jesus is God he proved himself as God in the history now and he say i'm the light of the world the question to you today will you follow that light or you want to continue stay in darkness i chose to follow the light 30 plus years ago and i'm so glad i made the right choice to invite jesus the light to come into my life and even today i still experience the light of God every single day. He showed me what to do. He gave me wisdom. He gave me joy. He gave me strength. When I need strength, He gave me strength. He is the light of my life. I would like to encourage you and invite you to join me, to join the family of God. Again, the question is not that it's God or not. There is God. Just by looking at the smartphone, there is God. No question. When you look at the flowers, look at all the roses and beautiful mountains and all the fish in the sea, thank God He did not make only two kinds of fish. He made many kinds of fish. He made many kinds of fruit. Look at all this nature, you know God is real. It did not happen by accident. There must be a creator. Amen? Look at the star in the sky, the big galaxy, big universe. How did it come about? The creator. So the question is not that it's God or not. The question is, will you accept this light into you? Come back home and become a child of God who created you. And you're going to have the light in your life. Peace and joy. And not only that, one day you will live for eternity in heaven with him. There's so many books written on earth here that people died and went to see God in heaven. I believe the last book was written by a neurosurgeon. His name is Dr. Ibn Alexander. He is a professor of the East Coast, surgeon, neurosurgeon like me. He's a smart man. He became comatose, he died. He went to heaven, he was a believer. He saw Jesus. God sent him back and he's still, today he's still on earth today. He's not a dead man, he's still on earth in our generation. He wrote the book that he went to see God in heaven and came back to life. Now, it's on your plate. Whether you're going to choose life, whether you're going to choose light or darkness, God will never force you. You have the free will. How many people want light? Raise your hand up. Why don't you follow my prayer? Father in heaven, thank you for the light of Christmas. He is a person. It's not the light bulb. But he's a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Lord, I want to follow this light. I want Jesus to become my God. My light. I repent of my sins. And turn to you. Ask you for forgiveness. Lord Jesus, come and sit on the throne of my life. Shine your light in me, through me, and before me. From today on, when I face darkness, the dark days of depression, disappointment, distress, and doubt, I ask your light to push away all those things and I can walk in victory, in joy, in faith. And Lord, we thank you so much for being the light of the world. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are indeed the light of Christmas in your name I pray Amen Praise the Lord Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Why don't we all stand up I'd like to pray for you that God will bless you in this season How many people want the blessing of God? Amen I need the blessing of God too. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Let's lift our hand and ask God to pour out His blessing upon us. Oh, Father, we come to you this morning depending on you, Lord. Our strength is limited. Our intellect is limited. Our body is limited but you are the almighty God the El Shaddai you are the provider you are the prince of peace you are my answer you are everything of my life Lord I loved you and I will obey your commands we need your presence Lord from today on, your presence will go with me everywhere I go. And we need you. We need the blessing. The blessing of Abraham. That Jesus has bought for me. Pull out the blessing upon me. Physical blessing. Emotional blessing. Spiritual blessing financial blessing relational blessing the blessing come upon me so that I can bless people around me we thank you Lord in Jesus mighty name and we thank you Lord for the lunch time for the food we will eat together bless the fellowship Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. May God bless you. Please stay around to fellowship. And I'd like to meet you and greet you. Amen. Enjoy the food. Hallelujah.
0: We hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. And Merry Christmas!